Ghosts, aliens, cryptids. These are a few of my favorite things. And since you're listening to the show, I'm willing to bet that you love them too. But if your interest in the paranormal extends beyond this state, then Paranormality Magazine is right up your alley. Paranormality Magazine has tons of stories uploaded daily that cover a range of topics from tier lists of your favorite horror movies, in-depth analysis into supernatural experiences, and much, much more. And if you're finding yourself wanting to get involved with this incredible community, you can submit your own story detailing your experiences. I have been hooked on reading these articles, and I truly think that if you enjoy this podcast, then you're going to love Paranormality Magazine. And that's why I've become an affiliate, and now you can sign up using the coupon code SPOOKSHOW along with anything that you purchase from the site. Visit ParanormalityMag.com SPOOKSHOW today to kickstart your new paranormal obsession. That's ParanormalityMag.com SPOOKSHOW. There have been a number of strange disappearances and deaths recently in Oconee County, located in the Blue Mountain foothills of South Carolina. The latest of these being in 2019, when 26-year-old Faith Roach was last seen getting into a van with an unidentified male. Almost five years later, she has yet to be found. My name is Blake Mosley, and this is South Carolina Spook Show. Stay tuned. Need support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Pamela Faith Roach, who went by her middle name, was born on June 9, 1992. She lived in Walhalla, South Carolina, a small town in the Blue Mountain Foothills region with just over 4,200 residents. When Faith was 11 years old, she and a friend were riding a go-kart on a dirt road when they were struck by a car. Her friend died, but Faith survived, suffering a shattered leg, a traumatic brain injury, and other wounds. She was hospitalized on life support and in a coma, and had to undergo surgery to place a metal rod in her leg. She developed a limp as she outgrew the metal rod, leading her to be bullied by others at school. According to her mother, Cindy Clark Hanvey, the accident changed Faith, turning her from a quiet, shy girl into someone who was outspoken and attention-seeking. Faith was the mother of two young sons, one of whom died when he was just five months old, and Faith, who was 23. She'd been sharing a bed with her and her partner when he rolled onto the floor. It's alleged that his death led Faith to begin using drugs to numb her pain, as she blamed herself for what happened. While she initially used recreationally, she soon became addicted to meth, 
causing her to lose custody of her eldest son. At the time of her disappearance, Faith did not have stable housing and was believed to be living on Flat Rock Road. She was also taking classes online to obtain her GED. Faith's family last saw her around 4 p.m. on February 4, 2019. On February 5th, Faith and an unidentified male friend went hiking in the mountains. At around midday, she asked him to drop her off in the vicinity of Coffee and Corey Roads, approximately five miles from where she lived. She was last seen getting into a burgundy-colored van. Her family reported her missing on February 12, 2019, after she missed the anniversary of her infant son's death. The individual last seen with Faith was questioned extensively by investigators and reportedly passed a polygraph test. He claimed that Faith was meeting someone in the area of Coffee and Corey Roads and asked to be dropped off there. Her family finds this hard to believe as she didn't know anyone in that area. This person has since changed their story three times. Faith's family has received multiple anonymous tips regarding her possible whereabouts. One caller claimed that she was being held against her will and was in danger, while another claimed that she had been eaten by pigs at a local pig farm. Investigators looked into the former and could not locate any evidence to prove its authenticity. Investigators have conducted numerous searches, as have Faith's family and friends, but their efforts have uncovered few clues. They have also followed up on tips placing Faith outside of both Oconee County and South Carolina. Almost a year after Faith disappeared, Investigators found some of her clothing and jewelry along Tunnel Road. Her family was able to identify the items that were found, including a feather choker, earrings, and a bracelet, as pieces that she typically wore. Faith's social media accounts have been inactive since she went missing, and her cell phone has been turned off. Investigators are currently looking into the possibility that the case is related to the disappearances of Tammy Stubblefield and Laura Anders, as well as the death of Renee King, 45-year-old Anders was last seen on Bonite Road in Mountain Rest, South Carolina, on January 2, 2019, while Stubblefield, who was 52, went missing from Moore Avenue in Walhalla. King was last seen in November of 2020, and four months later her remains were found by hunters in a wooded area along Rufus Land Road. According to the Oconee County Sheriff's Office, the cases have similarities and the women shared mutual acquaintances and friends. They've asked for agents from the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, or SLED, to profile each victim for commonalities in their cases, all of which remain unsolved. In April of 2021, authorities announced a man named Kevin Boston Mailer was a person of interest in Faith's disappearance, after a social media video implicating him was brought to their attention. The video shows two unidentified men discussing the case, in which one of them says, quote, Boston was like, no, they'll get fingerprints or take DNA and we'll all fry for it. He said that it was Boston's idea. I don't know who cut her up, but they said that. Boston said, we're going to cut her up and scatter her. And he said all he knows is they cut her up and scattered her and parts of her is in the rock quarry. Unquote. Investigators visited the location mentioned in the video on numerous occasions and failed to find any evidence related to the case. According to Faith's aunt, Pamela Marcingel, Mailer claims to not know her niece, contradicting information relayed to her from individuals who knew both he and Faith. Crime Stoppers has put up billboards with Faith's name, the date of her disappearance, and a phone number those with information can call. 
Faith's family has told local media that they are disappointed in the way that the Oconee County Sheriff's Office has handled the case. They believe no one is taking it seriously because of her past. The Sheriff's Office disputes this, claiming that they remain committed to investigating the case and those of other people missing from the area. Currently, Faith is considered missing under suspicious circumstances and foul play is suspected. Crime Stoppers is offering a $2,000 reward. $1,000 for information leading to her location, and an additional $1,000 for information as to how she got to said location. Faith's son is currently in the care of her mother. Those close to Faith have created the Bring Faith Home Facebook page to help raise exposure about her disappearance. Faith's case was a topic of discussion on the podcast, The Case, which looked into the theories surrounding her disappearance and a possible connection that her case may have to other missing persons investigations in Massachusetts. Pamela Faith Roach was last seen in Walhalla, South Carolina on February 5th, 2019. She was 26 years old. And what she was last seen wearing is currently unknown. At the time of her disappearance, she stood 5'5 and weighed 110 pounds. She has strawberry blonde hair, which she frequently dyes, and blue eyes. Her nose, tongue, eyebrow, and ears are all pierced, and she has the following tattoos. A rainbow flanked by two stars on her abdomen, words and a cross on her chest, a smiley face on her ankle, writing and a red heart being pierced by an arrow on the inside of her wrist, and an unspecified tattoo on her upper arm near the shoulder. Currently, the case is classified as endangered missing, with foul play suspected. If alive, Faith would be 29 years old. Those with information regarding the case can contact the Oconee County Sheriff's Office at either 864-638-4639 or 864-638-4111. Tips can also be called in anonymously via Crime Stoppers at 1-800-274-6372. Coming up on South Carolina Spook Show. There's no doubt about it, South Carolina has its fair share of spooky sights. And if you're in the mood for a good scare, then the Lands End Road will be sure to live up to its reputation as the most haunted road in the state. And later, if you've had the pleasure of spending time in Columbia, you'll know that the city prides itself on history, entertainment, and college football. But what about its abundance of ghosts? With its long storied history of hauntings and reports of paranormal activity, South Carolina is a downright spooky state. From haunted cemeteries to vengeful spirits that terrorize hotels and restaurants, South Carolina is full of spooky spots everywhere you turn. Even our streets and highways are haunted. And there's one haunted road, a highway in the Palmetto State, where you'll be haunted in triplicate. Driving down this haunted road in South Carolina during the day, you'll be overwhelmed with gorgeous views and Spanish moss hanging so low from the giant oak trees that you'll swear it hits your car as you pass under. But driving this road after dark, now that's another experience altogether. St. Helena Island is located between Beaufort and Hunting Island. It's a beautiful, sleepy little community of families that have been here for generations. The community was first settled in 1670. Traditions are a big part of this island famously known for preserving the Gullah culture like no other. 
St. Helena Island is also more recently known as the home of Candace Glover, American Idol's 2013 winner. Her spotlight on national television also shone a national spotlight on this South Carolina island, a community that's fought hard to preserve its rural integrity and Gullah culture. So much so that condos and gated communities aren't even allowed on St. Helena Island. There are, however, Verbo rental homes that you can stay in while exploring this beautiful island. But there's another thing that this South Carolina island is famous for, and it's found on the eight-mile-long Land's End Road. Here, there are three legendary haunts that, at night, could send you running for the hills. The Chapel of Ease is located ahead on the left and sits right next to the highway. There are no lights, so maybe you should go by during the day to scope out its location before trying to find it after the sun goes down. But several South Carolina hauntings surround the Chapel of Ease. Perhaps the most famous revolves around the open Fripp Mausoleum. Reportedly, Union soldiers broke into the crypt to raid the treasure. When groundskeepers replaced the bricks that sealed the door, they returned the next day only to find them in a pile on the ground. The legend has it that they left and never returned. But the vandalized and haunted mausoleum isn't the only excitement that you may encounter at the Chapel of Ease. Other hauntings here include reports of hearing singing from inside the church walls and spooky voices in the surrounding woods. People have even reported seeing an apparition of a woman in white strolling around the cemetery carrying an infant. For sure, this is one spot on Land's End Road that is haunted beyond your worst nightmare. Further up the road is yet another creepy paranormal experience. It happens near a tree after dark when people in the distance see a single light that's as bright as if it's coming from a car. But as the driver approaches the oncoming light, it disappears into thin air. Several stories surround the legend of the Land's End Light, including a tale of runaway slaves that were found and hanged from this tree. Another legend says that the light is the spirit of a soldier killed in a fight over moonshine. We'll never know which, or if it's actually both, and we're not sure that we want to find out either. This article actually links a video of someone who witnessed the Land's End Light, uh, and it is pretty creepy, so if you want to go check that out, I will put that in the show description, and uh, you can see it for yourself. They say when the light appeared, the windows wouldn't roll up and music was heard coming from the woods. As soon as the light disappeared, the music stopped and they were able to roll up the windows. A very faint piece of music can be heard at about the minute and a half mark in the video. It's very light and they describe it as sounding like someone rubbing the rim of a water-filled wine glass. Fort Fremont is located just up the road. Used only briefly by soldiers before being abandoned and sold by the U.S. government, this fort has some downright eerie sightings. They include an apparition of a headless soldier who was beheaded during a fight with locals over moonshine. Yes, this is reportedly the same man seen carrying that spook light on Land's End Road. Some say he's looking for his missing head on that road. Would you be brave enough to drive down Land's End Road after dark? Whether you explore on foot by day or take a drive down this haunted road at night, this is one haunted street in South Carolina that will leave you with more questions than answers. Coming up on South Carolina Spook Show. If you've had the pleasure of spending time in Columbia, you'll know that the city prides itself on history, entertainment, and college football. But what about its abundance 
of ghosts. If you're anything like me, free time is limited. So things like yard work are just not doable. And if you're also like me, you don't even own a lawnmower. That is why All Above Landscaping is the right choice. All Above includes a variety of options when it comes to your landscaping needs, including lawn installation, design, irrigation, debris removal, maintenance, and much more. If you're in the city of Sumter and you're looking for reliable service at a friendly price, give All Above Landscaping a call today. It's 803-464-7414. Mention that you heard this ad on this podcast and you'll get a special discount on your first service. Again, that's 803-464-7414. Call All Above Landscaping today. Do spirits walk among us in Columbia, South Carolina? With goosebumps on your arms and chills going down our spines from countless tales over the years, we're going to go ahead and say that signs point to yes. Whether or not you're a believer, check out this list of places where you'll most likely have a supernatural sighting. The University of South Carolina. While the Horseshoe is no doubt one of the most charming spots on USC's campus, it is also one of the most haunted. As the site of the university's original campus dating back to 1805, the spot is ripe with history and ghosts. Rumor has it that if you see the lights on overnight at the library, then former university president James Ryan McKissick is wandering the building and perusing the books. Students have also reported feeling sudden cold spots, as well as seeing doors open and things inexplicably moving around. President McKissick's body is actually buried right outside the library, so this account definitely checks out. Not convinced? Then maybe you should pop over to De Saussure College, where you may just happen upon a female apparition with long, dark hair. Believed to be the daughter of a Dr. Black, she avenged her father's murder by poisoning the group of soldiers who killed him. After accidentally drinking some of the tainted wine herself, her spirit and those of the soldiers now reside in the building. Moving away from the Horseshoe, there are also plenty of eerie accounts of strange happenings over at the Longstreet Theater. In fact, the theater used to be a hospital, complete with a morgue during the Civil War. While inside Longstreet, it's not uncommon to walk into a sudden cold spot, feel an inexplicable sense of unease, witness the appearance of a spirit, or hear odd noises, such as doors slamming or floorboards creaking. The elevators in the building also tend to open of their own accord, when no one is there to have summoned one. We may be able to chalk one or two of these up to mere coincidence, but when you put all these spooky goings on together, we're calling it Longstreet Theater is capital H haunted. Elmwood Cemetery. Founded in 1845 and once considered the most prestigious and fashionable place to be laid to rest in Columbia, the grounds hold more than 25,000 people buried throughout less than 125 acres. Among those buried, there are about 500 Confederate soldiers, prominent Southern families, and a young bride who mysteriously died the night before her wedding. Adding to the creepiness factor is the cemetery's classic Gothic elements such as old mausoleums, monuments, and a wrought iron arch over the entrance. In 2014, Fox News claimed Elmwood was one of the spookiest cemeteries in the U.S., with good reason. And Historic Columbia often offers tours of the grounds, 
you never know what you might catch a glimpse of in the beam of your flashlight. Gervais Street Bridge. While you should always be wary of hitchhikers, this is especially true along the historic Gervais Street Bridge. Your headlights just may shine upon the specter of a young girl in need of a ride. Many have pulled over to offer her aid, just to find a short while later that she has vanished from the car. So why did the ghostly girl cross the bridge? Perhaps to get to the other side. South Carolina State Museum. The four floors of the South Carolina State Museum are filled with art, history, science, and Bubba, an overall-clad phantom. The museum is housed inside the first electric cotton mill in the country and was built in 1894. Bubba is a former textile mill worker who is presumed to have died during an industrial accident. Nowadays, he can be found up on the fourth floor, often stepping onto the elevator. Patrons have seen Bubba either so fully formed that he appears to be a real person, before walking down the hall and disappearing through a solid wall, or just as a pair of metaphysical legs and boots sticking to the shadows. Fort Jackson. More than one entity is said to haunt the site that trains over 50% of our Army's bravest. Many have seen a female soldier identifiable by the distinctive hole in her helmet and the hard-to-ignore detail that she's a ghost, who occasionally appears in the latrine where she passed away. Others have reported seeing disembodied female voices accompanied by humming. Additionally, in the B Company 369th AG Barracks, numerous soldiers have spotted a shadowy male figure who moves about from room to room as they sleep, like anyone can get any sleep with a paranormal being looming above them. Old State Road In 1865, General Sherman marched his troops through South Carolina. He killed about 1,500 Confederate soldiers on Old State Road during the Battle of Congaree Creek. These days, if you listen closely, you may be able to hear the sounds of people walking and falling into the creek, or nab a peek of phantom soldiers and their lanterns swinging in the darkness. Old State Road is also home to another ghostly character who goes by the name Old Red Eye. Legend has it that if you're driving down the road at 50 miles per hour, you'll see Old Red Eye keeping up with your car. You'll know it's him because, you know, the red eyes and everything. Adla Flower Mill. Standing tall since about 1900, Adla Flower Mill is still churning out stone ground grits and other popular products. It's also still inhabited by Jerome Busby, a former longtime employee who has long since passed but did not pass on. Rumored to have practiced voodoo, it is believed that Busby's soul is pinned to his old work cart, which, to this day, has proved impossible to move. Many workers have tried to move said cart over the years, including a disgruntled supervisor who only managed to tip it over. Even now, the cart remains on its side in the warehouse, glued to the same spot forever. Thank you again for listening to another episode. I actually wanted to comment on the Faith Roach story because this is actually an ongoing thing. And I know when the Murdoch case was all over the news and there was so much coming out, I told myself and I told people that would ask me that I don't want to cover that until the full story is out there. And uh, and it's just it was just a crazy thing. It was a crazy story that was constantly developing. Uh, but anyway, I will be covering the Murdoch story eventually. But the Faith Roach thing is still ongoing. 
I don't know, if, if you have any type of connections or if you have any information that could help uh, solve either the disappearance of, of this very young lady, this mother who uh, has gone missing. And uh, there's so many strange details that I didn't cover on this episode. But if you want, you can check out the YouTube channel of Eric Allen. Uh, he does a great job of covering the story. He, it's ongoing. He's interviewing people that are involved, um, people that are in, in prison, uh, people that he thinks may have something to do with her disappearance uh, and murder, if that's what happened. Uh, it's very interesting. So yeah, it's Eric Allen on YouTube. Does a great. He also did a great cover of the Murdoch story that you would thoroughly enjoy too. Uh, but anyway, if you don't mind sharing this with someone who enjoys true crime or paranormal. Uh, stuff and they're from South Carolina or they currently live in South Carolina, uh, just let them know. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so much more. And wherever you can, if you can leave me a rating and review, it's very much appreciated. I've actually got a new one here from Am Greenbean. Uh, said, fun to listen to. This is on Apple Podcasts. Said, fun to listen to. Gave me five stars. Thank you so much. And said, enjoyed all the podcasts. So Am Greenbean, whoever you may be, I am thankful for you as a listener. Thanks for joining us on this this wild ride of uh, spooky stuff from South Carolina. I'm thankful to all my new listeners that I've gained this year. I know we're coming to the close of 2023 here, um, but uh, this has been a great year for the podcast. It's really blown up so much bigger than what I thought it was going to be. And I'm very appreciative of every single one of you for checking it out. I hope to bring you more stuff in 2024. I've got so many ideas of what I want to do to kind of change up the pace a little bit. And I'd love to do some interviews too. So if you have a uh, spooky story. If you would like to sit down for an interview, you can email me. It's scspookshow at gmail.com or you can shoot me a message on any of the social media sites that we're on. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. It's at South Carolina Spook Show. Also, if you're on X, what is formerly known as Twitter, uh, <laughs> it is at scspookshow. Just let me know and uh, we will set something up. I would love to talk to you. Also, if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it is called When Words Fail, Music Speaks. I do that with my buddy James Cox and Amanda Dolan. Um, We have such a great time over there. We talk about music. We talk about mental health. And uh, right now we're doing a bunch of Christmas stuff. So that's exciting. And it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. The disappearance of Pamela Faith Roach was submitted to storiesoftheunsolved.com. Stay away from South Carolina's most haunted street after dark or you may be sorry was written by Robin Jarvis for OnlyInYourState.com and Get Your Ghost On at Seven of Columbia's Spookiest Haunts was written by Dana Can Tell Me for ExperienceColumbiaSC.com. All articles and stories read on South Carolina Spook Show are the property of their respective authors and is used for purposes of commentary and review. No copyright infringement is intended. Thank you again for listening. I'm your creator and host, Blake Mosley, And this is South Carolina Spook Show. Y'all stay spooky.
isn't always easy. In fact, we all battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. The podcast, When Words Fail, Music Speaks, with host James and Blake, discusses the healing power of music. They interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and a lot more. On When Words Fail, Music Speaks, enjoy interviews and lively discussions about musicians and songs you know and love. This is a podcast any music lover will enjoy. Add When Words Fail, Music Speaks to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.